good day, Binance Station listeners. Welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Jalen E, bringing you some informative topics in ESL, motivational stuff, and whatnots. Is this really happening? That question, that simple question manifests a certain mental state when the person asking is in deep trouble due to an unavoidable situation. And one of these situations is losing a loved one. Here we go. Pandemic. 2020. COVID-19. Coronavirus. Quarantine. Isolation. These words have been bogging people down around the world for almost two years. But there's one term that would make these former words almost hollow. Death. Death of a loved one. Of course, when you listen to the news, death nowadays seems like it's getting normal. At least in countries like India, Indonesia, and the Philippines. But here's the thing. Out of all the possible causes of death during this pandemic, dying from something unrelated to COVID sounds surreal. But it happened. When many people thought that the year 2020 was the worst year thus far in the 21st century, 2021 was the worst of the worst for my family. 30th of January this year, we found out that my mom has three tumors in her brain. Further tests show those tumors came from her lungs, thus the probability of lung cancer. At first, we couldn't accept it. I couldn't. I kept on thinking it was just a dream. For almost a year, we thought coronavirus was our enemy. We were wrong. We fought against a more cruel enemy. They call it the Big C. And this is happening to my one and only mom. The only thing that's giving me a little comfort right now is that my mom faced it with enough courage because of her strong faith in God. It only took her a little more than two months before leaving us. She is 54. The feeling is still vivid from that moment when the doctor came out of the ICU and told me the worst and the saddest news I've ever heard in my life. For some strange reason, I couldn't cry enough to release the pain in my chest. I felt numb for about a month. Well, at the moment, I'm still trying to cope with this feeling of grief, loneliness, and every emotion you can associate with the death of a loved one. I try watching some videos about moving on and stuff like that, but I guess it was too soon. I've heard a lot of encouragements on how to deal with it from my relatives, friends, and publications. And some of the things that stood out were the ones that I'm going to share with you. First advice, give yourself enough time to grieve. No one can tell when you can fully recover from it. It also depends on how close you were to that person. So don't rush things. Some people can move on quickly, 
Some people don't. The thing is, moving on doesn't have an expiration date. This is not a race. It's okay to cry, to mourn, to feel bad. You can't force yourself to be okay. On the other hand, of course, there are many ways to grieve. In my case, the first emotion I felt during my grieving periods was guilt. Guilt for the things I did and did not do, and for what I said and did not say to my mom. I really wish I should have done this, I should have said this to her, and things like that. The memory is still vivid in my mind. That last day, my mom opened her eyes. I greeted her good morning beside me in bed. She mumbled. It's been days since the last time I heard her speaking. The disease made it difficult for her to even open her mouth or smile. You know, my mom has the sweetest smile I've ever seen in my life. Because of her disease, she couldn't control her mouth. She couldn't smile no more. That last day, she had seizures. Had we known more about the situation, we could have brought her in the hospital a little earlier. We were in a dilemma because of the threat of getting infected from the C virus. We didn't realize her seizures are about to take her life. I still feel guilty every time I think about it, just as how I feel right now while I'm sharing this story. So what's helping me deal with the guilt? The thing is, we cannot blame ourselves for not knowing what has happened. It is unrealistic to think that we must never say or do something that might call for a future apology. But sadness is usually accompanied by guilt. When you feel sad about the loss of someone, you will also feel guilty. I try to talk to someone who understands the situation. 
having someone to listen to your monologues without trying to judge you or telling you what you need to do for me is a great blessing. Because at this moment, you just need someone who's willing to listen. The silence from that person is an oasis. Another thing that is also helping me a lot right now is me trying to get adequate rest. In my job as an online tutor, I would usually sleep late at night, sometimes even past 12 midnight. To make up for that, I try my best to sleep in the afternoon after lunch. That way, I would feel refreshed before getting to work again the next evening. Right now, I still cry from time to time, especially during the moments when I feel like things are much better when my mom was here. Things like that. I miss her hug, her voice, her advice, her cooking, and everything about her. You know, as a believer, prayers help me a lot to express the things that I cannot really say to somebody else other than God. Of course, I respect whatever religious beliefs you have or having none for that matter. Additionally, one thing that can help according to some publications is to have a journal. Yeah, like write something about the person you lost. Maybe your most precious memories with that person and anything that may shed tears in your eyes or make you smile. Maybe something you want to say to the person if he was alive. I tried it. Guess what? It didn't work out for me. So why am I sharing you this? Because we are different. Although this method did not work for me, it doesn't mean it won't work for you. Maybe it can work for you. And the things that are working for me may not work for you. Now, for the purpose of this podcast, I also like to share some encouraging words to you 
might be going through a lot right now? Well, the truth is, it may take a little while or you may never get over losing that person you love. Some people may also tell you to try to stay positive and that you had to try your best to feel better. But remember, it is okay to not be okay at the moment. We have to accept the fact that there are things in life that we cannot control. You know, these things happen. It's been part of human existence from the beginning. We cry, we fail, we learn, and most importantly, we grow. Also, grief doesn't have a deadline. Suppressing it could actually be harmful. So just try to keep moving, even if it's only an inch. But don't force yourself. If you feel exhausted now, it is okay to feel how you feel. Take it slowly. Think of your goals or make one if you don't have any. Finally, don't forget to do the things that make you happy and proud. You will be okay. It's gonna be okay. In our next episode, we'll continue our discussion on the methods to become fluent in the English language. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Pinas Station. Make sure to subscribe from your favorite podcasting service. While you're at it, if you found value in this program, I'd appreciate a good rating from you. You can also download this and the other episodes or simply tell a friend about my program. Be sure to tune in next week. You may also contact me at pinastationchannel at gmail.com. This is Pinastation, signing off.